Welcome to the Power Prayer Podcast on the Living Bible Hub Network, featuring conversation with cousins. Enjoy the conversation. Welcome to this episode of Conversation with Cousins. We hope you are encouraged, inspired by the words that we share with you today. Uh, Good morning, good morning, or good evening, good evening, whenever you are watching this. Again, this is Conversation with Cousins from a Christian perspective. Again, we are thankful for all of you uh, who have been rocking with us. Again, we are grateful and thankful we've been at this. about four months, a little over four months now, and all of you have continued to be with us and rock with us, so we are grateful and thankful for that. This is episode 17. Can y'all believe it? Uh, We've been doing this. This will be the 17th episode, so again, we are grateful and thankful for all of you. Uh, Again, we want to encourage you uh, to continue uh, to please share, like, and subscribe. Uh-huh. Please share, like, and subscribe. We want to ask you to continue to do that. Uh, we want to get to, we close. I think I forgot the last time I looked, we were at 50 subscribers. Uh, but we want to get to 100. Yes. We want to get to 100. So we're going to need your help. We're going to need your help to get us there. Uh, so again, I'm going to ask uh, that that's just YouTube. I haven't checked how many have subscribed on uh, on uh, the podcast platform. Uh, so again, I just want to encourage you to uh, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, again, if this has been a blessing to you, and many of you have said it has been, uh, so again, uh, we want to encourage you to do that. Matter of fact, I'm going to challenge our family. If our Amen. family just share, yeah, Amen. We got of folks in our family if we just share through the family. Right. Uh, so again, I just need y'all to share, like, and subscribe to this. Again, my name is Eddie J and my cousin's name is Sherry T. And again, I'm like my cousin, y'all family. So if y'all family, y'all know y'all invited into the room so we all can discuss. Matter of fact, if you feel like typing something in the chat, even though this is a pre-record, go ahead and type it in the chat and we'll get back with you. We'll be sure to hit you up with any questions that you might have. We'll be sure to go ahead and get those answers back out to you. Just let us know who you are. So if you're going to consider yourself family today, go ahead and put your name in the chat. We'll respond back to you again. We thank each and every one of you for joining us today. We hope this conversation conversation means as much to you as it does to us and we one thing we do we hope you enjoy because one thing we do we enjoy family we enjoy talking to one another and loving on each other because we love you with the love of the lord we love you and there's nothing you can do about it that is coined from from mr eddie J. I appreciate him every day for what he does for the body what he does in servitude because his heart is knitted to the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is guiding us every step of the way. So I'm going to turn this back over to Cousin. Again, as y'all know, uh, we've been in this series uh, on boundaries. We've been in this series on boundaries and Cuz last week uh, opened up uh, 
uh, the area of sexual boundaries, uh, sexual boundaries. And again, I, I, I was going to chase a rabbit last week and I didn't chase it. Uh, I, 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 I wanted to, but I knew that would have been another 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, but again, I want to hit that just on this end, uh, and then we'll continue on. Uh, what we're going to do today is give you some biblical examples where sexual boundaries went wrong. That's what we want to do. But again, we want to finish up that thought on last the last episode, and I and that was in Second uh, Peter mm -hmm. uh, eighteen and twenty, somewhere in there. Second Peter eighteen to twenty, and again, uh, in this boundary piece um, here in this in this particular passage, uh, they had grown spiritually, but then there were false teachers because they were recent converts. They were recent converts, and now the false teachers comes on and basically says, "Yeah, I know you are new converts to Christianity." But then they were telling them it was okay to go back to your old lifestyle. Uh -huh. uh, so again, in this thing called boundaries, uh, once we accept Christ as Lord and Savior, we have to leave our old lifestyles behind. Yes. And again, that's not, it don't happen overnight. Uh, but again, as you continue to yield uh, to the Holy Spirit, uh, the Holy Spirit will allow you uh, and, and break some of that old stuff off of you. And before you know it, uh, the things that you thought you had to do will no longer be, you will no longer have the appetite to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, but again, there were false teachers in this Second Peter passage that were telling them, yeah, I know you recently conversed to Christianity, uh, but they were trying to drag them back to their old lifestyles. Right. Uh, and, 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 and when Christians are tricked by false teachers and returning to their previous unrighteous lifestyle that the knowledge of Christ had delivered them from, mm -hmm. they will find themselves in a worse state than they now, that they're now that they know better. Yeah. Because once you know better, you have to do better. Amen. Let me say it again. Once you have once you know better, you have to do better. So again, this whole thing about boundaries, and we're talking about sexual boundaries and just boundaries in general, once we have accepted Christ, once we know better, we are now charged to do better. We can't say uh, we, we no longer have the excuse to continue uh, in the way we were going. Anything else you want to jump on, on, on that on Second Peter passage? No, because uh, you know, again, you 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 go ahead and you 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 just kind of shoot the arrow and, and and hit it. You you hit it right on point. Um, you know, just just as those false teachers in that day were trying to get trying to get those believers. Oh no, go ahead, go back and do what you used to do. No, these are these are boundaries are set. If you want to live a life of freedom, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to unfold that thing that 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 appetite. Of, of a sinful nature becomes more muffled in your life every day. And like Cuz says, oh, in in a sooner sooner than later, you'll find yourself not having those desires because you're planting the word of God that is in you. You're watering it every day with this word. 
And got one thing about the, the word of God, his principles and promises, they're not going to return to him void. So if you get up and you believe what that word has told you today, you know what the Holy Spirit has brought you out of. Why go back to it? Why pick up death when you've been when you've been entered into the marvelous light? You've been entered to the illumination of the of the Holy Spirit walking with you every day. So yeah, I'm with Cuz. Those boundaries, don't cross them again because they'll be seven times worse. Because one thing about that devil, he come to kill, steal, and destroy, and he don't mind taking you back over to his camp. And what and what the old folks used to call the school of hard knocks, and begin to knock you upside your head. Stop that foolishness. Just don't yeah. don't do it. Don't 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 yield to it. Yield to the one that'll bring life and give it to you more abundantly. Back to you, cuz. Again, uh, another uh, scriptural reference to this is Galatians five and six. Uh, it simply says, "Walk in the Spirit, yeah, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh." Repeat uh, that again. It says, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. That's Galatians 5 and 6. What a and I'm telling you, uh, that, that might be a scripture we might might need to chase. Yeah. Uh, 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 but again, if we walk in the spirit, uh, then, uh, then those fleshly things, uh, we won't desire them. The closer we get to God, uh, as we get closer to God, all that stuff that we thought was important to us will be no longer important to us because we will want to be into the things of God. So again, as we continue on this sexual boundary piece, again, we want to look at a couple of biblical examples uh, just to show you, and it's many, it's many biblical examples where uh, where people cross the boundaries in this piece of sexual boundaries. Mm -hmm. One of the most famous one is David and Bathsheba. Yeah. Yeah, David and Bathsheba. Uh, that's one of the most ones that, that, that is talked about a lot uh, is where uh, the boundaries uh, was crossed. Uh, we do know, and, and if you want to go ahead in your scripture reference, uh, it's 2 Samuel chapter 11 and chapter 12 if you want to read that whole story. And I want to encourage you to read that in your leisure time. Uh, but again, uh, it was a battle going on. It was a battle going on. And uh, David sent all his servants on the battle. Uh, but David remained in Jerusalem. Yeah, That was his first mistake. Because uh -huh. by him being the leader, uh, he should have been in battle with his men. Yeah, And if he would have been in battle with his men, he never would have got into trouble that he got into. Mm -hmm. Somebody need to receive right. that right there. Right, if right. You're supposed to do, you won't get into trouble. That's that that that's that would be coming your way because you right. wouldn't have been in that place mm -hmm. for that to happen. Uh, so again, David should have been in battle with his men. He didn't go in battle with his men. Uh, and then it tells us the text tells us uh, that uh, he got up that evening. Uh, rose from his bed and, and he walked on, on on the roof of the king's house and from the roof he saw someone bathing. Uh -huh. uh, he saw someone bathing uh, and we come to find out that her name was Bathsheba. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and Bathsheba, according to the text, uh, was very beautiful to behold. 
Uh, so again, he sees uh, Bathsheba bathing. Uh, so again, that that again, if he was out at battle, uh, he never would have seen Bathsheba bathing. Right. Uh, uh, so he sees. So if she bathing, she knows she is exposed. Uh -huh. she is it? She is cleaning herself. Uh, so uh, that caught his eye. Uh -huh. That caught that that he began to lust after her. There you go, Kev. That's the word uh, I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He began to lust after her uh, to the point, and remember, David already had many wives. Yeah. You got to remember that. In that day and age, they were able to have multiple wives, so he already had many wives. Uh, but I, out of all his many wives, they must couldn't satisfy him. I'm saying something here. Yeah, he had yeah. Multiple wives, uh, but uh, uh, because he had many wives, that did not satisfy his love. Uh, and this was because you can't satisfy the lust of the flesh. Ooh, you preaching? You can't satisfy it. You you want more. You want more. You want more. Uh, so he sees this woman bathing. He sees this woman bathing. Remember, David had, I mean, David had, uh, 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 he had multiple wives. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, he sees her bathing, and he desires, I want her. Mm -hmm. She's beautiful. I want her. So David sends somebody to find out who this was. Mm -hmm. uh, he finds out who it is. Uh, they said it is uh, Bathsheba, uh, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. Uh -huh. So, he, in other words, he finds out she's married. Well, but that's David. Uh -huh. Now, that should have that been right there. She's a married woman. Back off. Right. But his lust has got the best of him. Uh, so, 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 uh, David uh, sends his messenger to bring her to him. Uh -huh. He's the king, so they're going to do what he tells them to do. Right. Uh, so he sends messengers to get her, and they brought him to him, uh, and he had relations with her. Uh-huh. So he stepped that he stepped out of bounds. Now that's the, that's not even the, the bad part, right? Right. Uh, but after that, uh, the Uriah comes back in. They come back. People come back in, and he tries to get Uriah to sleep with Bathsheba. Yeah, yeah. So she finds out she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. So he tries to get. Uh, 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 Uriah the street with Bathsheba, but because they were at war, they were to abstain from being in relations with their wives. Right. So Uriah was doing what the customs, what they were supposed to do. Yeah. But David takes it to another level. Mm -hmm. They're in the war. They're in the battle. He says, okay, since he won't sleep with his own wife, when y'all go back to battle, 
put Uriah on the front line right. uh, and, and at the intents of the battle. Yeah. And then at the intents of the battle, uh, I want y'all to back off mm -hmm. so that he would get killed. Yeah. So again, he he was David wasn't where he should have been. Mm-hmm. He crossed that boundary. Yeah. Uh he found uh and because he wasn't where he should have been, he saw somebody's wife. Mm -hmm. That was another boundary he shouldn't have crossed. Mm -hmm. Any relationships with her anyway. And then because the Uriah wouldn't sleep with Bathsheba, he had Uriah killed. Hey, look, Cass. How many of the Ten Commandments did he break? Wow. Let's just go down the list. Let's go to the last, what, five of them, right? Covenants, right? Thy shall not kill. Thy shall not. He stole his wife. That, 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 that he stole her. I mean, he, he did everything that what? He shouldn't. He crossed those boundaries. And even when you consider the Ten Commandments, the top five are in the boundaries of our Heavenly Father. Do these things. And then he says, don't do these things. You're going to cross the boundaries of what, of, what, of what I have commanded humanity, how I commanded humanity to live. It's, it's, it's amazing that you say that because when you when you start out with lust of the eye, you know, everything, when you, when you lust at the eyes, that craving, that appetite for the sinful nature creeps in and it just overtook him. Now, this was, a, David was a man after God's own heart. That's what the scripture says. He loved yeah. God with all his heart, all his mind and soul, but he still fell into the place of crossing boundary lines that it shouldn't have been crossed. And he kept trying to clean it up. And he couldn't. So at the end of the day, he thought, well, you know what? If I just have a murder, we'll, we'll solve this. Nobody ever, ever know. But God, God was showing us uh, the condition of a, of, of a man that loved him with all his heart, that had, that had got God's hand was on David. But David slipped all because the lust of the eyes, the appetite. The appetite for 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 to to do what he to do what he shouldn't do, that same appetite the enemy is is setting before us today. The first thing he'll do is he'll create an appetite that that he knows if he gets you is hook line and sinker and he'll draw you in. That's why it's important to get up and meditate on this word every day. I think we start out with prayer and I said, you know, God's mercies are new every morning. So we have to get up every day faithfully and seek the all seek God with all our heart and say, Lord, help me because get, the Holy Spirit is here to do just that. Because we know what the outcome of David's life was. He didn't see it, but it, it showed up in his children. They killing one another and creating incense, all kind of boundaries being crossed. Guys, I'm gonna go ahead and shoot that back over to you because I feel like chasing a rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> all kind of things because of this, all kind of, if you look at the life of David's children, mm -hmm. all because of what they saw from their daddy. Yep. 
Can we say generational curse? Mm. But you don't have to be bound to generational curses. Say it. But what happened was, when you look at it, it was generational curse. Mm -hmm. To the point now, David decides to marry Bathsheba after Uriah is killed. And then David had the nerve, the prophet Nathan comes on the scene. And, and, and basically gives a parable talking about a person mm. who had who had this did wrong, and uh, he gave that parable. Uh, and David like, man, you should just go and destroy that dude. You know, you know that I'm just giving you an in, 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 I'm not giving you. I'm just giving you the way it's coming out. Uh, so he said, you go and destroy that dude. Mm -hmm. And the prophet Nathan says, who I'm talking about. Is you? Ooh, yes, he did. Because David had got so embedded in sin, mm -hmm. he couldn't see that he was that far away. And when we get so embedded in sin, it will blind us. Oh, say that repeat, bud. When we get so embedded in sin, it blinds us uh, about reality. Mm. Love it. And because David was blinded, he couldn't see all the stuff that he had done. Mm -hmm. It took the prophet Nathan to come on the scene to, to give this parable for David to recognize and realize that was him. Ooh, yep. But one thing I give David credit is once he realized it, it was talking about him, he repented. Amen. I got to give David credit. Yeah, David was he was he did some stuff, but even once the prophet told him of his wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. David repented but Amen. even though David repented didn't mean there wasn't consequences say it it's a lot of truth coming out tonight got a lot of truth guys uh, just because he repented didn't mean that he didn't have consequences so again one of the, the consequences that he had to deal with was that baby that he had with Bathsheba end up passing yes end up dying that was the consequence of his sin. Mm -hmm. So again, it's important that we are don't step over the boundaries. Because if we step over the boundaries uh, that God has set, then we're going to end up in trouble. And that's mm -hmm. why it's important that we said, because talked about it on last, we talked about it on last week, even in our dating situations, uh, there should be some boundaries. But mm -hmm. I like the thing that she said last week, because uh, said last week that dating ought to lead to marriage. Yes. And if dating is not checked, it will lead to breaking the boundary and ended up in a sexual relationship. Yeah. The Believer for Life Christian clothing brand is now on Amazon.com forward slash Believer for Life. Let's look at uh, Lot and his daughters. 
Let's go there. Lot and his daughters. That's Genesis chapter 19. Genesis, all right. Genesis chapter 19. Uh, we see uh, uh, two angels had come to Sodom. Remember, uh -huh. Sodom was getting ready to get destroyed. Uh, and Lot was sitting at the gate, and uh, he basically invited these two angels into his house. So again, uh, as it says, two visitors, two angels came. Lot invited them to stay at his house. And it says, uh, now before they lay down, the men of the city, uh -huh. Lord have mercy, the men of the city, and it says both young and old, all the people from every quarter surrounded Lot's house. Uh. And they called a lot and said, where are the men who came to you? Uh -huh. And they basically says, uh, bring them out so that we can have relations with the men. Oh, because you get ready to open up some, but let's go ahead and deal with that. He says, bring them out. The whole, I'm talking about this, this whole, Sodom was so corrupt that two men were visited to two angels. Lot takes them in and the men of the city, mm -hmm. young and old, says, I know we saw these two men coming in. We saw that you brought them into your house. Let them come out. Yeah. So we can have a sexual relation with the men. Yeah. And check this out. Lot even offered up his daughters. Yeah. But they wanted the men. Wow. Just so they wouldn't cross the boundary. Just so oh, yeah. Lot, Lot, was, uh, even, uh, Lot was basically saying uh, Lot was trying to prevent them sure. from from uh, from same sex relations. Mm -hmm. He said, "Offer up my daughters to you." Yeah, but they were so perverse. Mm -hmm. They said, "No, we don't want the daughters. We don't want what's natural." Right. We want the men. Go ahead, cuz. Yeah, what'd you say, cuz? We don't want what's natural. We want what's unnatural. Crossing mm. those same sex, you know, and and, and we, look, I don't mind telling y'all, it is not God's way. We started this thing off last week with dating and we went back to Genesis 1 when, 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 and, 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 and in that passage of second, second chapter, verse 24, a man shall leave his mother and father, and find a wife, cleave to a wife. And here we have this situation. See, homosexuality ain't new. No. Solomon said, ain't nothing new under the sun. Right. It's a form of perversion. It's sinful. And even, even Lot, a righteous man, was trying to keep them from doing evil even though their thought, their intent was already to do it. They had already sinned in their own heart. Yeah. 
And because they did, they're going to continue to push to, to push the needle over to no lot. We want you, we we don't want your daughters refused. So that so 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 that they might indulge in what was not natural. See, the devil don't mind locking you up because ain't nobody doing perversion but satanic nonsense. Getting you to lean into what? The lust of the eye. See, in, in order to live this life, we have to live it with the Holy Spirit. Because without the help of the Holy Spirit, we can, we can, we'll do a lot of stuff that's unnatural. And we'll think it's right. So in today's society, they just kept pushing the envelope to, 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 to what? We all believe. Well, you know, that's just the way it is. It's it's okay. No, it ain't but good and evil. and ain't but good and evil. And evil will not prevail. And we can go back to some series we already done. God might, he loves you, but he'll sure judge you. Go ahead, cuz. <laughs> yeah, so again, it's just the thing. That Lot was so compassionate, uh, Beating, and to the point, they were beating up on his house. Yeah. I mean, when you go back and read the story, again, Genesis 19, read it in your leisure time. Uh, when you go back and read the story, uh, they were beating up his house to lock come out and offer his daughter. Yeah. And because it was a crowd, they would have, he offered, now this is, and this just hit me right now. Lot offered up his daughters, and though that group of men would have raped, yeah, Ooh. his crossing boundaries again. Yeah, so did it just hit me? They would have if, if when you got a group of men, yeah, and they so out, out, they out of their mind. Yeah, they're so far from, they so perverse and so. Out of what God wanted, want for them. If He would have took His daughters out there, they would have, they would have gang raped them two girls. Yeah, wow. Which would have been another boundary. Yes. So they were so perverse to the point they were so perverse that God had to destroy Sodom. Yes. God initially had to destroy Sodom. Yeah. If you remember the story, uh, it, it said, "Can can I find fifty good men? Can I? Yeah. Can I find forty? Yeah. Take it. I mean, he went all the way down to 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 ten. To ten. Can I find ten? Yeah. To 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 try to save that city. To the point he tells Lot, "Hey." You and your family get up out of there. Get up out of there. Took one family. One family that was righteous. That had a heart to do what God called them to do. And God pretty much said, you know what? I'm done with that. Because he knew. He couldn't find 50, couldn't find 40, got all the way down to 10 and still couldn't find 10. Then, then God said, I'll judge them. And he destroyed them. And we need to begin to consider these things in today's world. Not thinking that God is love, but God still judges. But his mercy endures forever. 
He will always continue to, but he knows at the end of the day, who's going to turn their, who's going to turn their life around. He knows what's in your heart. God knew their hearts were evil and they were not going to change. I got my, my sister Sharon always says a third of them going, going, going right to hell with, with Satan. Mm. Well, today don't get caught in the third. Because eternal life consists of two things, heaven or hell. Yeah. And that's, and, and even in today's world with boundaries, don't cross the boundaries and miss, and miss eternal life that you might experience eternal death. Don't, don't, don't cross it. God takes this thing seriously. And he gave us a buffer by sending his son, Jesus. Yeah. That whosoever would believe in him would have eternal life. Now that yeah. belief represents hearing and doing. You might hear the word, but if you don't do the word, it's doing you no good. But if you hear the word and do the word, you're setting your eternity in order. Yeah. That's the love of God. He made a way of escape. And Jesus became the firstborn, the only begotten son. God kept a promise to himself that he said over there in, in Genesis 3. Like, and so I swear by no other, I swear by myself. Because it, it was already in his plan. He knew that from day one, if he gave man a free will, he had the right to choose. So I'm speaking to believers and non-believers. Don't cross the boundaries today. Choose life. That, that you might live this life in, in, in real peace. And you might live the next life in the light of Jesus Christ. Back to Amen. you, Cass. Amen. So, cuz Ray basically just wrapped it up right there. Uh, so, again, uh, we thank you all for taking the time of being with us on this episode 17. Yeah. Uh, and we got to be careful about the boundaries. Uh, shoot. We're we, we going to be with boundaries on next episode. Uh -huh. Because I, I, I'm just running through my head some other characters that we could look at that cross those boundaries. Yeah. And the thing, the word of God is for us to look at to prevent us from making the mistakes that were made. Amen. Let me say that again. I need y'all to get this. The word of God is there for us uh -huh. uh, to read, to look to apply, to keep us from making the mistakes that we saw the people in the Bible make. Amen. See, they didn't have, they didn't have the advantage that we have. Mm -hmm. You know, they didn't have the advantages that we have. Uh, when we, especially Old Testament. Yeah. Because we have the Holy Spirit. Amen within us to keep us from this stuff. Mm -hmm. They didn't have that in the Old Testament days. 
the spirit of God will fall on a certain person at particular times. Preaching. But as far as the Holy Spirit uh, being in all of us now in New Testament times, since 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 the death uh, and the burial of Jesus Christ and His ascension, and since the Holy Ghost came down uh, to dwell among us, we are so we have so much of an advantage than they did. Amen. And I'm talking about Old Testament Christians, Old Testament people, because after the Holy Spirit comes and that in Acts chapter two, then all of us are. That's when everything changed. That's it. The Holy Spirit now indwells in us, in us. to prevent us from making the mistakes that we seen. One yes. thing my parents used to say, uh, I tell you some of the things I went through to keep you from going through what I've been through. Right. And the same with the word. Uh -huh. As we study the word, as we chew on the word, it should prevent us from making some of the errors that we saw the people in the Bible do. Yeah. So we're going to pray. So Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you again for uh, uh, this conversation. Uh -huh. uh, yeah, we thank you again. For, yeah, we, we talked about some, some, some heavy stuff. Uh, in this in this episode, uh, but again, God, you have set boundaries for us. So help us, God, uh, in that space. If we have those who may be watching or listening may have crossed are are still crossing the boundaries, and now you know. Okay, I shouldn't be doing this. I pray right now that a change of heart. that your mindset will change because of this episode that you're listening to or you're watching. I pray for those that it will renew us to continue to fight because the enemy comes at us at all different angles. So I pray for those of us who are withholding but the enemy tries to come. I pray, God, that you will help us to not to cross the boundaries that you have set in your word. And, oh, Lord, we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We'll give you the praise. In Jesus' name. We pray you have enjoyed our conversation today. Thanks for spending time with us. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. And we'll see you next week. from our sponsor, we will continue with praise and worship. There are four common mistakes entrepreneurs and business owners make in their first years of business. Learn what you don't know by clicking the link below. The Make More Offers Challenge with Myron Golden. You'll be glad you did.
do it now. Click below and I'll see you on the other side.
for listening to the Power of Prayer podcast featuring Conversation with Cousins. We hope you enjoyed the show. Catch us next week. Same time, same channel. Have a blessed one. Peace.